Are you ready to follow the White Rabbit listeners? On this episode of Movie, Movie, Film, Film. It's the podcast where we pick a flick and decide if it's a movie or a film. Yeah. I'm Nate, and the man who embraces his mediocre nothingness shines greater than any. And I'm Terrell, and all power to all people. That's That could be anything. That's not really even a movie quote. Um, yeah, Black Clansman? Yeah. I okay. Mean, yeah. That was it. I got it. <laughs> 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 of all the choices that you were thinking of, you, you figured it out. Because they repeated a lot in Black Clansman. Yeah. And yours... Always be my maybe. Spoken by Keanu Reeves. Okay, I was about to say, because I know you like to like tie it into the movie somehow. Is a Keanu Reeves yeah. quote. Yeah, yeah, He plays himself yeah. in that one. Yeah. He yeah. plays Neo in today's movie film, The Matrix. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about that. But first, what, what have you been watching? It's been a, it's been a, uh, a really light... Week, I want to say since our last episode, I've only watched a total of three movies. Wow. Uh, you know what? Make that four, including uh, what we're about to discuss today. So, <laughs> very light week for me. How about you? Have you hit 20? <laughs> you hit no, I'm, I'm under 20, but that's because like one of mine was like a eight-hour miniseries. That okay. just counted as one. Okay. It, it was Dev's. Yeah, okay. for those wondering, it's it, let's call it TV though, and not talk it's, about it here. Yes, yeah, TV. <laughs> um, we watched uh, Brother Where Art Thou. Yeah, we we got to that. We been, mentioned that. I feel like a few episodes ago, right? Yeah, I've been continuing my uh, rewatch through of some of the Cohen stuff. I was hoping that this time would be the time that I enjoy Oh Brother Where Art Thou. I still don't. It didn't hit this time. No, I, I don't really. I just don't really like that movie. <laughs> okay. No, I, I I understand you. I didn't really enjoy it. No. Uh, either myself. So. Well, that makes me feel a little better. I was kind yeah. of worried. Like, what if he? What if he's super into this one? Mm-hmm. And because uh, it's pretty well regarded. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I I don't I don't love their early comedies. I, I did, I I didn't, I, okay, so there's not much that I, I liked about it, but I did really like Tim Blake Nelson. Yeah. Yeah, I really liked him in it. He's really great. Yeah, the, really the, cool. the, 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 the actors yeah. have fun. Yeah. But, yeah, that, I feel like that's the only nice thing I have to say about it. Well, I mean, Roger Deakins is, is great. Everything looked good. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I'm not saying the movie's shit and, like it's technically flawed or anything like of course not but you know i don't know just in in me getting through it again i had to just focus on the way it was shot and mm-hmm. um like the costumes mm-hmm. and i mean definitely the, the high point for most is the music mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um i don't i don't like the odyssey like <laughs> i read that in high school yeah. and didn't give a shit yeah. about it so yeah. A movie that's a take on the Odyssey. Like, I don't think that's a great story to structure no. I a film around. <laughs> I don't know if that structure necessarily worked for this story. Mm. Kind of, like, the Odyssey is, is good as the Odyssey, but, like, taking away the, like, 
the mysticalness of that and just placing it in like like a hard reality that doesn't really work yeah you know what I mean like it's just like oh now we have to get to the sirens right mm-hmm. now the blind guy has to tell him has to you know foretell the prophecy you know what I mean it's mm-hmm. just like all these random things that are just thrown together because it's the story of Odyssey that they're trying to tell yeah uh yeah that's that's all I have to say about yeah. that same same <laughs> Uh, we also watched The Lovebirds. We did watch on, The Lovebirds, On Netflix. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thoughts? Oh, okay. Yeah, I liked it. I enjoyed mm-hmm. it. Yeah, I found it funny. Um, you you watched it with me. You heard me laugh very loudly. Yeah, um, I laughed a bit, too. I think I, I think they're both very funny. I agree. Yeah, Issa and, and Kumail Nagiani. Yeah, I, don't, I like them both a lot. Yeah, I like them and, both a lot. Um, I, I didn't like the movie they were in together, mm-hmm. but that's okay. Yeah, um, it it it's uh it's crazy that this movie wasn't gonna come out on Netflix because it seems like it feels a Net- really it like a feels Netflix movie, like a Netflix movie, which makes sense that it was like one of the first movies that the studios started selling to Netflix. Yes, yeah. um, yeah. because it, it has that I, it, vibe I don't too. know how successful it would have been had yeah. theaters been open. Mm-hmm. But you know, it, it reached that top ten, so it's a success. We're ranking movies now. We're like we have a like a billboard for movies now. Well, well, I guess that's what the box office was. Yeah, yeah but. but also that's only like one day, right? Yeah, it was I think in the so. Netflix top ten for one day. I don't, yeah. I'm not giving much credence. Have you seen the other shit that makes the Netflix Netflix top ten? No, I kind of just watch what I want to watch. Right. So. Uh, the, the U.S. subscribers to Netflix don't have the best taste. <laughs> But yeah, cool, cool to see it hit the top ten. Mm-hmm. I'm a fan of everyone involved in the Lovebirds. I actually, I, I'm not familiar with the writers, mm-hmm. which I think I blame the movie on. Yeah, it's the writers had Kumail written the script or the director Michael Showalter written the script. Mm-hmm. I mean, this was the the second movie he directed that wasn't his own script. The first being uh, the Big Sick, which Kumail wrote, but right. neither of them had anything to do with the script in this one. Okay. And I've just seen better movies that try to do the same thing. Mm-hmm. The the plot had no uh, mm-hmm. no no weight to it. Not, nothing. Yeah, it's a, it's a pretty light about that. light movie. They it really relies on Issa and Kumail, and I I think they they deliver. Yeah. Yeah. So. I, I, I don't think me, I don't think either of them are bad in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Means. And their chemistry is pretty good. Yeah, no, I would definitely like to see them in more stuff together. Yeah, I definitely think they work well together. Would have been nice if it like just the first ten minute montage if that were the whole movie. <laughs> <laughs> them getting to like know each other. Yeah, just and like them, dating, let, and building letting them just be people instead of people uh, trying to solve a murder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what else did you watch? Um. Oh, I yesterday was Pam Greer's birthday. Whoop whoop! Happy belated birthday! I'm a big Pam Greer fan. Mm-hmm. Um. So, uh, I decided to watch one of her movies that I haven't seen, which are a, a lot. But uh, I watched Not as Friday. Many as me. <laughs> <laughs> I watched uh, Friday Foster for the first time yesterday. And is it that was, the name of someone in the movie? That's her character name. 
I feel like Pam Greer just does movies where she plays the titular. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. That's, that's her thing. Okay. It's like her thing is, okay, so the movie's named after her character. Yeah. And then all the men are like hound, hounding her for how like fine she is. Well, that's going to happen if you're Pam Greer. Yeah. I, not, not to blame Pam Greer. Not to blame Pam Greer, Greer, Pam Greer but it's just case. like... The the writers be like, oh, we got Pam Greer. Let me let me write some something in there real quick about yeah. how good looking she is. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was it was it was interesting because uh, most of like the movies I've seen of Pam Greer, she is like uh, like a kick ass chick. She's just like taking charge. But in this one, she is not that. Um, she doesn't fight, she doesn't hold a gun, and she kind of relies on the men in the movie to do that. So that was, that was, uh, just a interesting viewing in that way. I didn't really enjoy the movie, Mm. per se, but it was interesting just to see her in that role being, like, kind of quirky. Alright, that makes me feel a little bit better about Skipping, Skip, that skipping out. It was also late. Yeah, it was also late. It was also really late, and I was just, I was like, I, I really wanted to get a Pam Greer movie in there, but I also started playing the new uh, Mortal Kombat 11 Aftermath, yeah. and so I was just trying to squeeze in a lot. Oh, uh, were you looking for the shortest Pam Greer movie that you hadn't seen? No, but I mean, it just so happened that it was only 90 yeah. minutes. So, well, looking through my list, uh, I guess one one more movie I'll talk about and. I'm remembering now part of the reason why the Lovebirds, I wasn't more forgiving to the Lovebirds, is because I watched it the same day that I watched Queen and Slim. Which, oh, you finally watched Queen, Queen and Slim? I meant to yeah. talk to you about that. I saw it in, in your diary. Well, well, we got the mics in front of us. Let's talk about it now. Yeah. I really, really liked it. You really it. liked it? Yeah. You enjoyed it? <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah, I need um, to watch it again. Yeah, I, I let a lot of time go by before seeing it for some reason. Yeah. Um... May, I, I wonder how I would have liked it if I saw it in theaters, like, mm-hmm. in the moment when, yeah. like, all the think pieces, like, it, it's definitely the kind of movie that yeah. uh, inspires think pieces, but mm-hmm. I, I kind of liked being able to watch it removed from that, because mm-hmm. everything that it's saying is there. Yeah. It's all in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not, I don't know. Yeah. Just really good everything yeah really good everything and like um, it is everything yeah <laughs> like Melina's is really good that movie's not one really thing good. at all yeah um yeah it, yeah I have like it's it's weird because like I know I really like the movie but like there's like certain things about it I don't like or that I felt were clunky mm-hmm. about it like the, the big moment like it's like the moment it's like some of the. I feel like some of the the writing is like so on the nose. Yeah, you know what I mean. Well, it's. I viewed it as like an exploitation film. Yeah, and also like the whole like riot sex scene. Right. I don't know why. I was just it kind of like. Well, sex in a cemetery. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's not maybe, just any sex. It's sex maybe in because cemetery. I was like watching it with my mom. Mm-hmm. I felt like super uncomfortable, and I could, I was just like. What's happening? And also, like, why is the sex so intense? To uh, offset the intensity of the of the riots. I, I thought it was a very strong to- choice. Yeah. Oh, uh, definitely strong. Just by putting those two moments together. Mm-hmm. Um, by, by not letting there just be a sex scene. Yeah. 
but it was uh it was one of the i want to say one of the best theater experiences mm-hmm. i had uh usually i don't like when like the crowd was like talkative or like interactive mm-hmm. and but like I was also feeling that way. Like, I was also, like, cheering them on, yeah. you know? And so the audience was on their side. And mm. I remember there was a certain... Oh, it was the part... It was the part where they were in the garage, and the, yeah. and the black cop saw them and let them go. Right. And the crowd erupted. And I just I just got chills. Mm. It was such a cool moment. Cheering on a cop. Yeah. <laughs> cheering on a cop. Just cheering on the moment. Yeah. yeah. No, it was, a, it was a good moment. Yeah, it was a good moment in a movie full of them. Yeah. And just the just the, the soundtrack and just the look yeah, of it. Yeah, the soundtrack. Oh. The way that they wrote in like that they get to wear those costumes yeah. and drive that car yeah. is just... It works mm-hmm. so well and also it looks great for like the kind of movie it was going for. Mm-hmm. When they got to... When they got to NOLA, I think it was, and uh, Almeida started playing right. when that beat dropped. Yeah, that was magic. <laughs> <laughs> that was magic. Yeah, I'm a I'm a fan of Moses Sumney, and I think this is the first time I got to hear one of his songs in a movie, mm-hmm. and it was, it's like right. At, I think it's the last song. It was moving. Yeah, Queen and Slim. Yeah, so like I can't watch Lovers on the Run yeah. done in that way, and mm-hmm. then laugh at it in the Lovebirds. <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe yeah, maybe it was a bad pairing. No, yeah, <laughs> not not great. Okay. I'm ready. Are you ready? I'm ready. If you're ready, take this pill. <laughs> or take this pill. Yeah. Uh, let's uh, roll the trailer for The Matrix. Whoa. Have you ever had a dream, Neo, that you were so sure was real? What if you were unable to wake from that dream? How would you know the difference between the dream world and the real world? What is happening to me? The answer is out there, Neo. It's the question that drives us. What is the Matrix? The Matrix is the world that has been pulled over your eyes to blind you from the truth. What truth? They're watching you, Neo. Human beings are a disease. You are a cancer of this planet. And we are the cure. Get me the hell out of here! Welcome to the real world. So you're here to save the world. So what do you need? Guns. Lots of guns. No one has ever done anything like this. That's why it's going to work. Buckle your seatbelt, Dorothy. Because Kansas is going bye-bye.
Unfortunately, no one can be told what the Matrix is. You have to see it for yourself. The Matrix is a 1999 science fiction action picture written and directed by Lana and Lily Wachowski. Stars Keanu Reeves, Lawrence Fishburne, Carrie Ann Moss, Hugo Weaving, and Joey Pants, or Joe Pantoliano. Yeah. Joey Pants. Joey Pants. It's the first installment. It's the first installment in the Matrix? I didn't know they made more of these. They did make more. (laughs) There's two more you have to see, Nate. Okay, I know it ends, and you're like, I want to see more of this. Yeah. But as a youngling, I, I was warned that the sequels did not reach the highs of the original. And I grew up very anti-sequel. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I decided, like, after watching the first one, you know what? I'm going to pretend there's no more sequels. Right. <laughs> I'm going to pretend, like, The Matrix is just this one movie. Mm-hmm. And as 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 uh, uh, a standalone, it's fine. This it's, it's great. It, yeah, it's fine. You know what I mean? I think it's like, great. Like, you don't... <laughs> You don't need to see the battle because they have the one. The one has been found. That's that's really all that matters, mm-hmm. right? But the the sequels, you know, do a good job at continuing the story and finding yeah. the resolution. To, I saw to the problem. I saw they're they're on Netflix, so I'll I'll be open to watching them yeah, now, yeah. knowing what awesome because I, I love Reloaded. I love Reloaded for like. The music, the cinematography, the the fight, the fight scenes, like they like they up it, they up it more yeah, it's with a the sequel. fighting. It's a sequel. I have, they no, up it with I have the no doubt that it's the same, but yeah. more. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you get some some more actors in there. You get some some more faces. It's really cool. Who they pulled? Who who they uh, who they put in there? Uh, Jada. Yes, Jada's in there. Yeah. Yeah. Who else? Uh, God, what's his name? The guy from from Oz with the dreads is in there. I didn't watch Oz. Uh, you see Romeo and Juliet with Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, he was in there. Okay. Um, Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd. <laughs> Paul Rudd's not in the Matrix. See yeah, no, he's in Romeo plus Juliet though. <laughs> um, there's more people I can't. I can't think. All of. right. Yeah, you can just say Jada. Yeah, it's Jada. <laughs> it's Jada. <laughs> Uh, you didn't see this in the theater, did you? No, I was like, what, eight? Yeah, I don't when know. This came out? Yeah, yeah I, 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 I also did not. Blockbuster was around, though. I'm pretty sure my mom like rented it from Blockbuster when it hit like VHS. Did you so. understand it? Uh, no, I just knew that they were doing really cool stuff the fighting in the air. Was cool. yeah. yeah, they were like jumping in and slowing down. And yeah, I was, yeah. What's it been like revisiting it over the years, being able to like catch the the philosophical musings right um i feel like watching it this time because like i'm like really paying attention to like the characters and Mm -hmm. what they're going through and exactly like when neo is like i believe you know what i mean like like seeing that for like really like understanding that for the first time is like really cool but yeah, when I first watched it, I didn't understand any of mm-hmm. that, you know. And then you get you get more understanding with the sequels, and then you get even more understanding when you get into stuff like the Animatrix, which I watched with you, yes, a couple years ago. Um, and the Animatrix is really cool because it tells you the story of you know the 
how humans treated the the AI and then how that mm-hmm. AI's kind of rose up. Yeah. And then how we got to where we are in the matrix. Mm-hmm. You know? What about you? Um, I saw this when I was like way past when I should have had seen it. Yeah. I was like I don't know, 16, 17. Oh my goodness. You saw this for the like first time. 2000s, like mid 2000s? Yeah, well, it came out in 99. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Uh, and I really liked it. Yeah, I really liked it. Um, and I was mad that I heard the sequels were bad because I wanted more. Did you hear the sequels were bad from like one person? Or was it multiple people that told you? One person felt very strongly, but also. I believe it's like general consensus that the sequels don't hold up to the original. I don't know. I feel like I I haven't heard of that. Oh, really? Yeah. I feel like most, like a lot of people that love The Matrix, they love the first one and understand that it didn't need sequels. But like, I don't think the consensus is that they're bad. Hmm. Hmm. Maybe. I don't know. I don't have my ear to the the filmies. (laughs) (laughs) Um... But yeah, I mean, yeah, I, yeah, I saw this and it's just like, it's just like, it's a game changer, right? It's, it's yeah. the end of the millennium. And like once, like, this is like the start of like American filmmakers finding their fighting style, you know, mm-hmm. you know, after this, you get Charlie's Angels. And then after that, you get Kill Bill, like you get which, those. Which to be fair, none of that is American fighting style. It's no, like, no, but like. They start the, incorporating Kung Fu. And yeah, stuff. but like, just like the the way they would shoot it, mm-hmm. you know, the way that they would film it. And like, just like adding like that, you know, the slow motion and the Where stop motion. Where you can motion. actually see the, yeah. the, the moves they're pulling in the yeah. fights. Which, yeah. Yeah, that, that changes the game. Yeah, it changed it. You got to follow each kick and punch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Works really well as an action movie. Mm-hmm. Even better. Well, I don't, I don't want to spoil the end, but even <laughs> better as a science fiction film. Okay. So the Matrix starts with the studio logos, but they're all Matrixy. Yeah, it's all green and dark. Yeah, I have uh, the DVD, and yesterday I, I started watching it. I was going to watch it with the commentary mm-hmm. before I learned that uh, the Wachowskis aren't. On the commentary track, it's just the uh, VFX uh, supervisor. Interesting. Okay. Um, so I didn't watch the whole thing, but they did mention the beginning. They always joked about, like, it was always their idea to adapt the studio logos because they're the corporate overlords. And right. what they say on the commentary, it's like, yeah, we just got to show that the the corporate overlords are part of the Matrix. Like, yeah. They're not outside the matrix. That's that's the machine. That's what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then after we get the you know Warner Brothers in green with the mm-hmm. the matrix number stuff falling, we get the uh, more of the numbers, which then spell out the title, the matrix. Mm-hmm. And it's very. It starts off very just like computer heavy. Mm-hmm. Like, like, just technology have you? Yeah, we go, like, into the text. Yeah. And you, we see the, the depth of the character spelling out the Matrix. Yeah. And then end up, like, through, like, a walkie-talkie, I think, mm-hmm. of the police. Mm-hmm. And, like, any great action movie, we begin in pursuit. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh... We don't know who it is, but it's a woman's voice. Mm-hmm. Right? And the line's not secure. Mm-hmm. 
So, uh, she's being chased around by the police. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's actually cornered by them. And then the the men in suits come. The men yeah. in black. The men in black come, yes. Uh, you assume, like, FBI, CIA mm-hmm. or something. Yeah. Um, and, and they, they join the pursuit. Yeah. Of this mysterious woman. Yeah, the, the police chief is just like, you know, I sent my men in there. They're fine. I think we can handle a little girl. Mm-hmm. And so the... the, the 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 guy in the suit is just like man your your office is already dead and right. then we get to see we get to see it uh, what happened in that room upstairs and it's it's a really quick scene mm-hmm. but it starts off with her doing that jump in the air right it's that kick it's that kick right mm-hmm. it's like that crane style kick mm-hmm. and the camera does like a quick like one eighty around her it's right. so cool yeah bullet time. Uh, so she's a superhero, it yes. turns out. Mm-hmm. Dressed in all black leather. <laughs> yeah. She's, she's able to evade. She fights off the first round of cops, mm-hmm. then the ones outside start chasing her, followed by the men in black. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we get up on the roof. Yeah. There's like a small jump between two rooftops, which everyone is able to make. But yeah. then there's a large yeah, one. Yeah, there's a big one. Which only, uh, the woman in pursuit. And then the men in black are able to make the cops have no chance. Yeah, they, it's a, it's they a don't superhero believe. jump. They don't believe they can do it, so they can't do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, then, Tr- like, uh, what I have next is Trinity only gets away because she jumps through this really small window. Yeah, she's able to do like this corkscrew jump and yeah. get herself in this very small space. Mm-hmm. I, I, yeah. Yeah. And when she like when she lands, she falls down and she pulls out her gun and it's really intense stare off and like the lights moving. Lights moving in darkness is like such like a good like uh device to like build tension. Yeah, because you can only see part of the yeah. environment. Yeah. Uh because this was within the first five minutes I was watching the commentary, I can tell you to do that corkscrew jump, they had Carrie Ann Moss on like a uh uh, like a what's it called? Like uh, rotisserie chicken? Yeah. What's it? a spit? Spit? A spick? Spick? Yeah, yeah, they had her like on one of those, like a green one, mm-hmm. and that's how they filmed her doing that turning. They had her like tied up to it. Like. Yeah, <laughs> something like that. Uh, she's yeah, she's got her guns at the window that she just went through, expecting the yeah. people chasing her to come through that way, but they yeah. don't. They don't. I love how she has to say, Trinity, get up. Like, she has to tell her something. Yeah, so we learned that this is Trinity. Yes. Uh, she She's able to get to a public, to a phone booth. Mm-hmm. I don't know what those are, but... <laughs> right? What is that? She gets to a phone booth and is able to just vanish after yeah. picking up the phone. Mm-hmm. And the agents, meanwhile, are... In, like, operating a truck. Yeah, like, she gets away just in time. Mm -hmm. As she picks up the phone, the truck crashes into the phone booth. But she's gone. She's gone. And then it turns out there's the agents driving the truck. Mm -hmm. And it goes from that that action-packed scene to a computer screen. Yes. With a message on it. Yes, I love this introduction Mm -hmm. of uh, Neo... Because the first time we see him, he's asleep yeah. in front of a computer screen. Yeah. 
he's not woke yet. Yeah, he's not woke. And he's got, uh, they like projected, even though this isn't the kind of computer it is, whatever, mm-hmm. they project like the computer stuff on his face. Mm-hmm. So it's like literally look at this guy in a computer. Yeah. He's not woke, and the computer screen is telling him to wake up. It's like, wake up, Neo. Mm-hmm. Wake up. And it's that cool, com- like, black computer with the green text on it. Yeah. Because he's like a steampunk hacker. Yeah. Cyberpunk hacker. Yeah, he's a cyberpunk hacker. Not steampunk, cyberpunk. Yeah. It tells him to wake up, uh, uh, the, uh, what? The, follow the white rabbit. Mm-hmm. And then it says, knock, knock. And then... Right before a yeah, knock on his door. Yeah, right before a knock on his door. And we meet Choi and mm-hmm. his crew. I mm-hmm. guess they're, like, also cyberpunks. Yeah. We learn that uh, Neo, also known as Thomas Anderson, is, uh, he, like, sells software. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I'm not a computer guy. What, mm-hmm. like, a uh, hacked... Hacked software, let's Hacked say. Hacked software, yeah, for two grands. For two grand, and yeah. he keeps it in in a book, in a hollowed-out uh, copy of Jean Baudrillard's uh, Simulacra and Simulacrum, which is forms the, the basis of the uh, philosophy in, of the movie, mm-hmm. which is cool. Okay. But right I was now, just about right, to ask you how it ties in. Right now, for Neo, it's, a, it's just a hollowed-out text. Right. With nothing inside. Mm-hmm. It's a... Uh, itself is a simulacrum of the book right um Choi says you're my savior you my mean, own personal Jesus yeah. Christ and he's like you need to unplug yeah. yeah he says a few things like that where you're just like really like uh when you yeah really, once you watch it and you watch it again you're like oh yeah it was there from the, yeah from they're the beginning. just establishing a lot of the themes mm-hmm. he, he is indeed a Christ figure yes and uh, he was just gonna like stay in and chill and be a, a introvert, but he sees that the woman that is with uh, Troy mm-hmm. has a, a a rabbit tattoo, a yeah. white rabbit, and so he's gonna follow it. Yep, and he follows it into a, a, a I don't know, cyberpunk club, a cyber rave, play, yeah. playing uh, Rob Prodigy. Zombie's Dracula. Oh, that's what it was playing. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um. Apparently, I think I, I turned the commentary off like during this scene. Mm-hmm. But apparently, all the extras showed up in costume. Like they just got people from from that scene, and Dope. they all had their own shit. Dope. And the VFX guys were talking about like it's legit. Like at lunch that day, we just had like people walking around on leashes and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, we now uh, Thomas Anderson is meets Trinity. Yeah. And he, he had heard of Trinity mm-hmm. in the hacker world. But yeah, she's a hacker. Always assumed that she was a man. Yeah. She contacts him and says that Morpheus has the answers. Yeah. And starts. She's just like, they're watching you. Mm-hmm. Right? She's being very, like, mysterious. Yeah. Um, they're watching you. And is something. She asks him about the Matrix, or he asks her about the Matrix? He says, what's the Matrix? Yeah, what's the Matrix? Yeah, because he's been, like, tracking the Matrix and mm-hmm. Morpheus. That That's, like, what was on the computer screen when he was mm-hmm. asleep. Uh, and she says, Morpheus will tell you. Yeah. Uh, then there's a hard cut 
to the next day, mm-hmm. he wakes up after a night of partying. He's got to go to work yeah. in his job mm-hmm. as a uh, software well, computer programmer. Yeah. Computer programmer for a software company. He works in a cube. He's a cube worker. He has a cubicle. He's in the rat race. Yeah. He wears a suit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he, uh, we see him talking to his boss. And we get the first of, of many uh, ultimatums, yeah. binaries presented to him. The boss says, you can either quit this job or find a new job or get back to your desk and do your work. Yeah. Uh, so we know he's Thomas Anderson doesn't love being a cog in the machine. Yeah. He gets a package. Yeah. Mysterious package that yeah. he signs for mm-hmm. with that kind of pen where you can pick either red or blue ink. Mm-hmm. I like that that touch. They don't make those anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Um and it's a phone. Yeah. In the package mm-hmm. that and then once he uncovers it it immediately starts ringing. Yeah. He, he it's the call. It's Morpheus. It's Morpheus. Yeah. And he's he's telling him that they're coming. In fact, they're already here. Yeah. Right? So he tells him to like look up from his desk but do it slowly mm-hmm. and as he peeks over j- just the edge of his cubicle he can see the the, the guys in, in the suit from earlier yeah uh, led by Agent Smith Hugo yeah. Weaving's character and they're, they're looking for Neo but he's getting instructions on the phone where to go like uh, sneak crawl to the cubicle next to you uh, mm-hmm. go out this door yeah. he eventually is led out the window yeah on he a gets, ledge it's a kind of really dangerous for him yeah the next instruction is uh you have to climb out onto the ledge and uh jump to the scaffold yeah because uh, we saw people washing windows outside his boss's mm-hmm. office earlier and then get to the roof yeah and it's the only way mm-hmm. the only way you can uh evade you either get captured yeah those are his two options you enter their custody yeah it's once yeah. again a, an ultimatum mm-hmm. uh he ends up being too scared yeah he doesn't believe that he can jump off the ledge to a scaffold and evade, so he ends up in the agent's custody. Mm-hmm. Uh, now he's in an interrogation room. Yeah, I like the transition mm-hmm. because it's it's a cut to like a security camera in mm-hmm. the interrogation room, and then it's like a, a zoom into that screen, and then it becomes like it right. is into the room. The the agents are trying to get Neo to help them find Morpheus. Yeah, they call him a terrorist. Mm-hmm. And to avoid him because he's very dangerous. Um, Neo uh, gives him the middle finger. And yeah, is like, and give me my call. Wants the phone call. Yeah. Uh, Agent Smith is giving this whole speech, repeatedly calling him Mr. Anderson. That's what he calls him. Yeah. Uh... He says, you're living two lives, one as Mr. Thomas A. Anderson, working at a respectable computer software company. I love how he says respectable. Mm-hmm. The other life you're living is as Neo. We know uh, all the hacking you do and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but uh, if you give up Morpheus, we can, we can work something out. Yeah. He, he wants his phone call, but Smith says, how are you going to talk on the phone if you can't speak? Yeah. And then Keanu's mouth disappears. Yeah, it's gone. It's gone. He's struggling to open his mouth. Yeah, it, it, like it becomes his mouth a nightmare. Is is erased essentially? It's just skin over yeah. 
where his mouth should be. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he's pinned down, and the, the the little bug is is set inside his belly button. Yeah, so yeah, it's like this this I don't know uh, how to describe it when it's not animated. It's just like this utensil mm-hmm. that becomes like this like shrimp. <laughs> yeah, a little robot shrimp. Yeah, a little robot shrimp that crawls into uh, his belly button. It wiggles his way in. Yeah. Yeah. It's and pretty unnerving. It's, yeah, it's very unnerving. And he wakes up from it, like, really quickly. Like, it's a nightmare. And it seems like it would be a nightmare because, one, his mouth has, has been erased. Right. And this freaking uh, robotic shrimp had crawled inside of him. Yeah, I would think that was a dream, too. Yeah, and he wakes up in his own apartment. Yeah, and he's fine. Mm-hmm. His mouth is there and his belly button is fine. But uh, it takes no time for uh, Morpheus to, to call him as soon as he wakes up and he right. checks himself. The phone rings mm-hmm. and it's Morpheus. Morpheus says, we don't have a lot of time to talk here because the phone's tapped. Uh, meet, under, meet me under this bridge mm-hmm. at this time. So we cut to underneath the bridge at that time. <laughs> I like uh, the they filmed it in Sydney, Australia. Mm-hmm. I like the the street they found. They they're like pouring water down off the yeah, bridge. Yeah, that was a really cool it shot. It kind of looks like the the mate the code, the matrix code mm-hmm. kind of in the, the the water streaks of water falling down. Mm-hmm. Uh and the car pulls up. He gets in the car. Morpheus isn't there. Yeah. Instead it's Trinity and Switch. Yeah. And Apoc, mm-hmm. I want to say. And he's immediately held at gunpoint. Yeah. By switch, yeah. Uh, and then uh, Trinity takes out this giant uh, contraption. Mm-hmm. Uh, so hardcore. And they they get the, the little bug out of Neo. Yeah. Yeah, out of Thomas Anderson. He's not Neo yet. He's Thomas yeah. Anderson still. Mr. Out of the, Anderson. Out of the Copperhead's body. I didn't. I never got that. Like that. That little insult never. I never understand it, but now I get it. Yeah, he's Why? a battery. Yeah, he's a battery. Copperhead. <laughs> um. Yeah. So when they extract the bug out of him, that's when Neo realizes that what he thought was a dream was in fact real. Yeah, and when they throw it out the window, it's not that animated shrimp anymore. It's like this just utensil again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh. Uh, Neo gets they bring him to to a building. Yeah, and they they lead lead him up to meet Morpheus. Yeah, played by Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah, uh, when he gets there, uh, Morpheus is just staring out of a window mm-hmm. and turns around and is pleased to meet you. Yeah, I love that it's a stormy night because they they place that thunder at like really great moments. Oh yeah, that thunder and lightning at really good, late. Good, good emphasis. Yeah. Um, and this is where we get the the iconic. Uh, red pill and blue pill, which yeah. has been uh, completely bastardized by our culture. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just the, the concept of what taking the red pill means. Yeah. <laughs> but in the movie, red reveals the truth about the Matrix, and blue returns you to your former to your former life. Yeah. Uh, the it's uh they they all wear these sunglasses. Yeah. And uh, throughout the movie. But I'll, I'll just talk about this scene. They they like insert shots into the, as if they were the reflection of the sunglasses. So yeah. I love how you see the red pill in one of Morpheus's lenses and the blue pill in the other lens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, he's like, 
I'm only promising you the truth. You know what I mean? Like you have, you have this, this thought in your head and you, you don't know what it is, but you know that something is there. I'm going to show it to you. Yeah. I can't only, tell you what the matrix yeah, is. I, I have to show you. Yeah. And once you see what it is, you understand, like, how do you say this to someone, to, to someone without you looking crazy, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. They have to experience, they have to wake up out of yeah. that, that tub. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Thomas Anderson chooses the blue pill, and that's the end of the movie. Oh, I was about to say, wait, no, he chooses the red pill. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Neo takes the red pill. He takes the red pill. And holy shit. Yeah, it's uh, it's an experience. It's an experience. Uh, I don't know. It's like what he takes the pill and he becomes like metal. Yeah, he like touches the the mirror and then he becomes yeah, the mirror. He almost. becomes part of the mirror. And then he wakes up in this pod. Yeah, uh, and he's he's got uh, no hair anywhere yeah no hair anywhere yeah uh, he's he's in like a like a vat of like goo goo yeah, yeah. and and we see it, that there's more pods like his everywhere. all around him yeah every as far as the eye can see there also, are pods and they're it's got tall. wires like connecting him yeah 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 uh but he's like unplugged yeah and uh, taken on to this uh, ship. Yeah. The, the so, Neb- Nebuch- Neb- Neb- I can't say it. It's like a biblical reference, though. The uh, name of the ship. <laughs> um, when he wakes up and that machine unhooks him, mm-hmm. right? And it sends him, it flushes him out. Yeah, it's like a water slide. Right. Where's that ride at Universal Studios? (laughs) Is that what happens to people that wake up? Like, are they not just killed right away? Or are they, like, flushed away and then they just die eventually because ain't nothing out there? I don't think people just randomly wake up. Yeah. I think they have to be woken up. Yeah, but... Yeah, okay, I'm thinking of something, like, in the Animatrix. There was, like, something in the Animatrix where someone woke up, and then the machines were there, and they just put them, like, right back into the Matrix. Mm. So, in this one, it didn't put them right back into the Matrix. Well, because Mor- Morpheus and his team yeah. woke him up on their terms. Yeah. Had the pill. They, they were able to, using the pill, locate where Neo was in mm-hmm. this uh, cornfield of... Humans. It's a cornfield of humans, yeah. A human field. Human batteries. Yeah, and uh, Neo boards the ship and meets the crew, and now they're not all wearing leather and sunglasses. Instead, they're wearing uh, Kanye West's fashion line. Yeah, season one. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't, well, his new stuff still looks like that, doesn't it? Yeah, it's just like different variations. Variations on the Matrix. And color, yeah. Clothing. It's just like uh, the beige, gray Yeah, beige, gray sweats. Yeah. yeah. Um, And he's never used his eyes before. So we get this perspective of him looking at Morpheus and it's just blurry. And all Mm -hmm. you hear is, welcome to the real world. Yeah. And uh, Morpheus takes him into a, I don't, I don't know. I forget what they called it. Mm-hmm. It's just a, the place where I want to just say into a green screen, <laughs> <laughs> into what this this uh, medical room. 
You're talking about when they got like uh, like acupuncture and stuff, and they're working on his muscles. Oh no! And... Well, yeah, they do all that mm-hmm. and work on his muscles, which he's never used before. Yeah, in that's the real crazy. World. Yeah, and then they plug him into this machine so that Morpheus can tell him what's going on. Yeah, yeah. And we so we get the scene with all the exposition mm-hmm. that I I can go through. Mm-hmm. Should, should I? Go ahead, do it. They're in the construct. Yeah, yeah. They're these all white background but then like these two leather chairs watching a tv screen and the tv screen is showing like the documentary of yeah what is the matrix and Mm -hmm. what is the real world that we're in now Mm -hmm. uh neo thought it was 1999 in reality it's like 2199 uh the matrix is uh, a shared simulated reality modeled after the world as it existed at the end of the 20th century Mm -hmm. but the machines have taken over the world Mm-hmm. Um, we learn in the early 21st century there was a war between humans and intelligent machines. Yeah. Humans blocked the machines' access to solar energy, but then they uh, dropped the, a bomb. They uh, they put a hole in the sky. I think is what they said. Okay, I don't know. Um, because the machines were all using solar power, and they yeah. thought if we cut if we cut off the sun, then the machines won't be able to have any power. But the machines. Ended up harvesting the humans' bioelectric power, yeah, which kept really the, which kept them. people pacified in the Matrix. Uh, so they've taken over the world, and we learn that Morpheus and his crew are a group of rebels who hack into the Matrix to unplug enslaved humans and recruit them. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's that's about what what Neil learns at this time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he shows him what the world actually looks like, mm-hmm. and how it's a it's a desert now. Yeah, the the desert of the real, which is mm-hmm. a, one of Baudrillard's concepts. Mm-hmm. Um, the news is like way too much for Neo. He can't really. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, he can't really comprehend it because he still has those memories from his from his past life mm-hmm. that are. In, now, to his understanding, were never real. Like, never really happened. Yeah. You know, the things that, that made him him aren't real at all. No, he's never actually made any of his own choices yeah. before. They mm-hmm. were all just the Matrix mm-hmm. and the machines. Mm-hmm. Um, the next thing I have is, is the fighting, but I think we get some... We, like, meet the crew a bit before then. Yeah, there's this little story about the the guy that freed Morpheus, like the like the mm-hmm. first wanting to break out of the Matrix and start freeing people, and then when he went away and how how they felt like he was gonna come back, right. and it was just like um, because throughout this this the the whole picture so far we've been in references of the Wizard of Oz and. Um, Alice in Wonderland and also like bits of the Bible, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So like, uh, when he's talking to him, he's talking to him about, you know, Jesus second coming, but not, but not Jesus, but like the same story. The prophecy. Yeah. The prophecy of, of the return of the one. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we meet, meet Tank. Cr- we meet the yeah, crew. we meet the crew. Uh, the, over, over some food, which they just call goop. Yeah. Which m- might've been where Gwyneth Paltrow got goop from uh 
because they, they don't have any of the, the food from the real world or any doubt. Like, it's all fake. So yeah. the real thing is just mush. Yeah. That they just have to eat every day. Every day. Uh, yeah, Neo gets to sleep. And then we, we meet the, the crew. Tank. Yeah, Tank's is, the uh, operator. Yeah. He's a... He's a, he's a genuine-born child of Zion, so he doesn't yeah. have any of, like, the... The metal pieces in his body yeah. he can't plug into the matrix mm-hmm. but he can help them right you know get them in and get them out yeah we meet cypher played by joey pants mm-hmm. uh we meet we already met switch met and apex switch. we meet mouse and we meet dozer who is tank's brother i feel like that that's everyone in the crew yeah um Tank teaches Neo. Well, he kind of downloads into him like a bunch of like kung fu. Yeah. So now he's got some training that's all like computer programs that can just be downloaded yeah. into your brain if you're plugged into the system. Yeah. Um. So the first thing is he fights Morpheus. Yeah. Inside of like a virtual dojo, mm-hmm. and the whole crew is like, "Oh, he's fighting Morpheus!" So yeah. they got to go watch the screen. Yeah, it becomes this big event because um, they want to see what he's made of. Mm-hmm. Because they heard that he's the one. Yeah, that's what Morpheus believes. Uh, and like at first, he's not very good, but very, he's, very quickly is yeah. able to hold his own against Morpheus. Yeah, he's into it. He's never been able to, to do kung fu before yeah so you can see even when like he gets knocked down and he does like that jump up and mm-hmm. like his poses you just see that smirk on his face yeah like, yeah <laughs> uh then we go to another program mm-hmm. another training program which at first uh neo believes is they actually brought him into the matrix mm-hmm. but it's not uh because there's this they're just walking down a busy city street, yeah. and then there's this woman in the red dress. Yeah, woman in red that uh, catches Mouse. Neo's eye, and uh, it's all a lesson because the woman morphs into Agent Smith. Yeah, or an agent, and the uh, the lesson there is just to tell him about the agents, which are like sentient uh, robot intelligence so like part of the the machine yeah they're part of the machine they can become keepers yeah yeah, they can become any person that's in the matrix yeah at any time Mm -hmm. they're they're the bad guys yeah watch out yeah they're everywhere um so yeah he's learning about the rules um earlier in that fight scene in the dojo um neo neo is losing to morpheus like he can't hit him because he thinks he can't hit him and Morpheus is just like you know you think like I'm faster than you like you think like my muscles out in the real world have anything to do what's going on in here Mm -hmm. and like you think that's air you're breathing and like all of that is like starting to like click with him it's a moment like after he has that small small pep talk with him that and it's like this really cool camera work too because it's just like you can see 
he's moving really quickly, but yeah. like the, they slow it down, and you can see like three arms, and you can see yeah. like yeah, so it's so cool, yeah, yeah. And everyone is watching the screen, and it's just like, what is that? What is he doing? How's he? How's he moving like that? Right, because yeah. they're even like their frame rate on their screen is like very uh, yeah broken up, so it's it yeah it looks ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So uh, now now they're thinking maybe this is the the one. Yeah. Uh, the last uh, training program we see is the the jumping, yeah, uh, which we saw Trinity do in the beginning of the movie. Do this very wide jump from one rooftop to another. Yeah, apparently no one has able ever been able to do it on their first try. Yeah, so uh, the crew says, "Well, let's let's see if Neo can. Yeah, let's see if like, he's the one. Maybe yeah, he will. Yeah, like what is it like? What what will it mean if he if he does it? Yeah, but he doesn't." No, falls yeah. he falls into the street. The yeah. street like swallows him up and like shoots pop, him out. Shoots him back yeah, up. Yeah, it's like becomes like rubber. Yeah, very Roger Rabbit. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so you know, Mouse is just like, well, what what does that mean? Is he not the one? And they're just like, it doesn't mean anything. Mm-hmm. Cipher is just like everyone falls the first time. Yeah. Yeah. And then Neo has a chat with Cipher. We we learn a little bit about this guy. Mm-hmm. He wishes that he took the blue pill. He says, every day I wish... You're probably thinking what I think every day. I wish I took the blue pill. Yeah. But there's no going back. Yeah, there's no going back once you are waking up. Yeah. Yeah. And then we get the scene of Cypher. He's all he's complaining about having to eat the goop every day. And he wishes he took the blue pill. Yeah. He could be back. Uh-huh. And then we cut and he's eating steak. Yeah. And talking to one of the agents. Mm-hmm. Striking some sort of deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, he says he wants to be not, ignorant. Yeah, he wants yeah. to go back to the Matrix. Make me someone important, like an actor. Yeah, make me an actor. Uh, make me make, forget. I don't want to remember this. anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's he's even knowing that the steak isn't real. He still enjoys the sensation of eating it. Yeah, he's kind of like the uh, Judas. Yeah, yeah. He's kind of like the Judas of the story. Yeah. Um. Now, uh, Morpheus, Trinity, and Neo are, are on their way to mm-hmm. the Oracle. Mm-hmm. They've got. They go into the Matrix. That's where the Oracle is. Mm-hmm. Oracle is the prophet who predicted the emergence of the One, and she she told Morpheus that he's gonna find the One. Mm-hmm. She also told Trinity something, and Trinity's about to tell Neo what the Oracle told her. Yeah. But before she can, they arrive. Yeah, I kind of like how that's. That information is held off to like the end because it's really important. Yeah, that's that's like the one. We'll get into it as we get to the end. That's okay. like the the one thing I wish was a little different. Okay. In the Matrix, just like Trinity's role and everything. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, meeting the Oracle. Um. What are the potentials? Who are the, who are these people? Oh, it's like the waiting room are these kids who are, yeah. have telekinetic powers. Yeah. They're able to make uh, blocks, float, like juggling like blocks without touching them and doing and like the yeah. spoon bending. Yeah. So, I don't know. I've, that, I always was interested in them because I was just mm-hmm. like, what are they What are they doing? Like, it says potentials. The, the lady called them potential. I'm like, potentials for what? Like... Are they looking for the one as well? Yeah. Yeah? Okay. 
I think yeah. they're, they're children that are showing ability to be able to uh, manipulate the the Matrix. True. Earlier, Neo did say that they don't usually wake up uh, full-grown adults because they mm-hmm. have a really hard time adjusting. Right. Um, and so those are probably, like, kids that, yeah, woke up and, like, have, like, big imagination now to do it. Uh, yeah, Keanu, or Neo, <laughs> Keanu <laughs> meets the, the Oracle, who's played by Gloria Foster. Mm-hmm. She says, I, I bet I'm not who you were expecting to see as the Oracle. Because mm-hmm. she's just like a woman. Yeah. She's just like an older woman mm-hmm. baking cookies. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they, they have a whole conversation. Yeah. It's uh, really like, insightful. Yeah. She's like, I love that part where she's like, watch out for the vase. And so he knocks over the vase. Yeah, he like looks back what vase. And in yeah. looking back, he knocks it over. Right. She says, don't worry about the yeah, vase. Yeah, don't worry about it. And he still worries about it. He says, it. what vase? Knocks it over. And then says, sorry. And she says, I told you not to worry about it. She said, you know what's really going to blow your mind is when you when you think about, would you have knocked over the vase if I didn't say anything? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, he's... He, uh, he's expecting to be told directly by the Oracle, yes or no, or if he's the one. Yeah. Instead, she says, I'm, I'm not here to tell you that. I, I just uh, tell you what's inside of you or something. Yeah. And so he, at this point, Neo doesn't really believe that he's the one. Yeah. So she doesn't actually say you're not the one. Yeah. She looks at him and then she says, what do you think I'm going to tell you? And then he says that I'm not the one. And then she says, sorry. Sorry. Yeah. But I think in that moment, if he said, I'm definitely the one, then she would have been like, hell yeah, fucking right. You're the one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Neo had to come into his own. because he has to his, believe in himself. Yeah. Because his whole thing is like, he doesn't want things to be predetermined for him. Mm-hmm. Like he wants to choose. So if he's told that he's the one that's also kind of like chosen for him. That's also mm-hmm. predetermined. He kind of has to make that decision to become the one. Yeah, and the yeah. one can't just be someone that's told that they're the one. They yeah. have to. You have to earn it. It's the the difference between uh, knowing something and and being something. Yeah. Uh. So no, he's not the. For now, he believes he's not the yeah. the, the most powerful human who's prophesized to free humanity and end the war. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, she also tells him that you know Morpheus has such a he has blind faith mm-hmm. he's a man of faith and he believes in you so much that he's gonna like sacrifice himself and you're gonna have to make a choice between your life and Morpheus's life yeah yep and Morpheus being a, a really strong man of faith when uh, Neo leaves out his meeting with the Oracle. He doesn't even inquire mm-hmm. about what went on. Between no, he assumes two. that Neo got confirmation. Yeah, that he's the one, and that's that's it. Uh, on their way out, they're ambushed by mm-hmm. agents. Yeah, and tactical police because they got a tip from Cipher. Yeah, Joey Pants, disgruntled crew member, betrays Morpheus in exchange for a comfortable life in the Matrix. Yeah, he has, uh, Neo has deja vu, mm-hmm. and that's where we're at, right? He has deja vu. Yeah, it's the uh, the black cat. Yeah, it's the black cat. He sees it twice. And we learn that deja vu is actually a glitch in the Matrix. Yeah. So that's how they know something's up. Yeah. 
there's a the whole chase scene throughout this building. Yeah. They end up like in the wall at one point. Yeah. Mouse is killed. Mouse right. is like, because they're walking up the stairs to Mouse. Mm-hmm. And then Mouse is like gunned down. Right. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, they end up in the wall. It's the only way they can escape because uh, what we've been told about the agents is you run. Mm-hmm. You don't fight them because no. they are unbeatable. Unless you're the one. Unless you're the one, because even though they are unbeatable, they still have to obey the rules of the Matrix. Mm-hmm. Where if you, I guess if you're the one, if you're the one, you don't have to. Right. Morpheus has a line when they're training something like, uh, "When you're the one, you." Uh, Neo's like, so yeah. I'd be able to dodge bullets. Yeah. And Morpheus says, you won't have to. When the time comes. That line gives me chills. Yeah. Yeah. Because like, yeah, because you watch it and then you watch it again and you have that full picture and just like, yeah, mm-hmm. when the time comes, when when he really believes in himself, he won't have to do any of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're in the wall and there's some coughing some happening sneezing. and then a sneeze. So the, the agent's are on to them. Um, Morpheus smashes through the wall to yeah. like be, be a distraction so yeah. others can get away. Yeah. He ends up getting captured. I know, um, I know that, uh, Cypher didn't have to sneeze mm-hmm. because. Oh, the Cypher that sneezed. Yeah. It was, it was Cypher that sneezed. Like he didn't have to sneeze because, it's like they're not even even breathing air, right? Right, it's the Matrix. Like, it's the Matrix. <laughs> so, like, he sneezed because he wanted to let them know where they where they were, not right. because he was actually, like, consumed with dust. Yeah, he's not he, even breathing in dust. And he's the first one that, that gets to a phone and is able to exit the Matrix. Yeah. Which is bad, yes. because as soon as he gets out, he starts murdering the crew members that aren't plugged in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with this, uh, with this hard, really, it's horrible. <laughs> yeah, this really like cool like electric gun. Yeah, yeah, like harnesses like electricity, and it it burns them. Tank and dozer. And then there's uh, what Trinity and Switch and Neo get to the phone, but by then it's Cipher on the other line. Yeah, giving a whole speech. Yeah, he's giving his bad he's guy like, speech. On top of Trinity's body in the in the ship, yeah, talking to Trinity on the phone, who's in the Matrix, mm-hmm. being it's, a creep, yeah, real real villainous. Mm-hmm. He was definitely into Trinity, and Trinity yep. was told something mm-hmm. that kept her to herself. I would yeah. say, yeah. Um, before uh, Neo. He's about to kill Neo. Mm-hmm. Like, shoot Neo's body while Neo's still in the Matrix. Yeah, he already killed... He killed, He pulled the plug on Apex and Switch. Mm-hmm. Right? And the body can't live without the mind. That's what we learned. You right. die in the Matrix, you die in real life. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he killed them, and he's like, well, look, I'm, I'm about to kill him, and if he's the one, then, you know, there has to be a miracle that happens to stop me from killing him, right? Mm-hmm. And as he goes to pull it, the miracle happens. Yeah, it's, it's Tank who who wasn't killed, only wounded. Mm-hmm. He kills Cypher before Cypher kills Neo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool, yeah. Cypher doesn't get to go back into the Matrix. No, he's done. 
he's done. They, they shouldn't have trusted the only white guy on their crew. Of course, he would, <laughs> of course he would sell them out, right? True for some ignorance, just just so he could be comfy. Yeah. Again. Um. So Trinity and Neo leave the Matrix. Yeah. Tank's able to get them out. Mm-hmm. Back onto the ship. But now they've got this problem. The agents have Morpheus. Yeah. And the agents want the the coding to... The access codes yeah, the to access the mainframe. Code. Yeah, to Zion. Which is where all the, the awake humans are in the real world. Yeah. And they will be able to send those those octopus-like machines there mm-hmm. and slaughter everyone. With the sentinels, yeah. yeah. Those things are scary. Yeah. Uh, so what What Tank wants to do is just let's kill Morpheus. Yeah. His body's right here. We can just kill him. Yeah. Uh, even if his mind is in the Matrix. And then mm-hmm. that way, he won't be able to give the codes. Yeah. But Neo has a different idea. Yeah, he stops him, like, as his hand is on the plug. He's just like, no, wait. And it clicks in his head what the Oracle what the told Oracle, him. yeah. Yeah, and he's just like, oh, I have to make a choice here. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm going to make a choice. I'm, I'm going to choose to save him because save I, him I believe me. I can save him. Mm-hmm. So uh, Neo's going back into the Matrix. Yeah. And Tr- Trinity insists on going with him. Yeah. He yeah. doesn't want her to, but... Yeah, I love it. She won't take She's no. She's like, um, one, I know him more. I care about him more. Yeah. You're not leaving me behind. The patri- patriarchy doesn't exist out here in the real world anymore. <laughs> so, giddy up, cowboy. Let's go. Yeah. So, back in the Matrix, uh, we see the agents interrogating Morpheus. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is where we get the whole Agent Smith speech about how humans are a virus. Yeah. Which I I, I, I kind of side with Agent Smith on Whoa. this one. I mean, it was kind of hidden. That's what just kind of hidden today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was like, because he was just like, you have to like, you guys like multiply and then you guys take all the natural resources. And, you know, there's an- another thing that does that. And it's a virus. Mm-hmm. Humans are a virus. Yeah. A cancer to this earth. Yeah, I don't love when I relate heavily to bad guy speeches. Yeah. But yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I see you, Agent Smith. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a good bad guy is, is, I was about to say a human bad guy, but he's not even human. A, a, a relatable. Yeah, relatable yeah. bad guy, yeah. Uh, not just kill, kill, kill. They're, they're on like a, a one of the top floors of a building. Mm-hmm. Interrogating Morpheus. Mm-hmm. Uh, back down in the lobby enters Neo and Trinity in more leather than they had worn up to yeah. this point. Mm-hmm. Like a, adding more uh, trench coat mafia in the house. Yeah. You know? uh, yeah, when he walks in, he had these two big bags. You know it's full of guns. Mm-hmm. You know it's full of guns. And he opens up his coat and it's just more guns. Yeah, they, they exit or they enter through an elevator and right away start unloading clips yeah. is that the word uh yeah. the phrase this is and a, unloads the clips and just like the guns out of ammo so they just throw the gun off the to the side away. no it's yeah. all right we got plenty more plenty of guns 
And uh, this whole shootout is just like great. It's, it's like oh, oh fuck, yeah. they, they're taking full advantage of being outside the matrix and mm-hmm. understanding that they can do whatever they want in the matrix. Yeah. And what they want is to get up to save Morpheus. So they're going to do that by any means necessary. Yeah. Lots of slow motion, lots of destruction, lots of like this, this movie has a great, like a lot of great shots of like, just like bullets dropping. Yeah. You get to follow the bullet, some bullets from like the firing chamber to either the person they hit or, uh, not hitting trinity or neo yeah there's like these uh concrete pillars in the lobby and by the time they get to the to the elevator to exit to go up yeah uh it's just like rubble yeah it's chipped up yeah uh so yeah they they win (laughs) they win the fight Mm -hmm. against it wasn't even the agents they were fighting against it was or at first it wasn't. It was yeah. just the security yeah, guards. But security. then the security guards become the agents because agents can become yeah. anyone. Yeah. yeah, they became aware, like, hey, they're here. Mm-hmm. So they cut Agent Smith's uh, speech short. Yeah. And Morpheus, like, is like, all right, my people are coming for me. Yeah. <laughs> um. During this whole, this, all this fighting, Neo's confidence is rising. Yeah. And with that, his powers. Yeah. He's able to complete more and more seemingly impossible feats. Yeah. Just because he's believing in himself. Yeah. Uh, Trinity gets in a helicopter. Yeah, she's just like, you know, you know, Tank, uh, download some, like, helicopter right, skills. They just download, like it's like that. It's like entering the cheat codes in Grand Theft yeah. Auto and the, the helicopter just appears. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so she gets in. Mm-hmm. And uh, Neo, realizing that he's a superhero, is able to just grab, like, the rope that is... We we skipped over some good parts. Oh. We skipped over the the bullet dodge scene, which is just, like, like, Hmm. essential, like, existential matrix, so... I thought that was in the train fight. No, that's when he stops it. That's okay. when he stops him. In this oh, this one, is when he does the lean back. Yeah, when he does the oh, lean like, back. Well, yeah, that's like right where we are, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, because this is right before they fly off. So, like, the agent is there, and um, they're fighting him, and they can't beat him. Mm-hmm. Um, and the way the agents dodge bullets is so cool and weird, and it has this, like, really weird computer sound they're, to they're it. They're, like, glitching. Yeah, they're, like, yeah. glitching, Yeah. And so the agent returns the fire, and Neo is able to dodge the bullets, but not in their way, not no. how they do it. And somehow Trinity is able to get really close to him and shoot him point blank, mm-hmm. right, and and kill him. I feel like that doesn't happen often. Yeah. Um, and then you know, since the agent is dead, really what happened is the person that they were inhabiting right. is dead. And they're able to get off into the the helicopter. Yeah. (sighs) We miss anything else? Uh, I don't think so. I think that was it. Yeah, that's him starting to believe in himself and Mm -hmm. Trinity being like, how can you move like them, you know? Yeah, he does the iconic now bend backwards yes. to dodge the bullets. It's called the Matrix. Yeah, it, really that. take yeah. it for granted that, that like, that's this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, that wasn't a thing before it was... Well, actually, 
there's some dispute sure about what, that. Michelle Gondry did it in a Bjork video before The Matrix. But The Matrix became so popular that yeah. it became The Matrix. It just is The Matrix now and forever. Yeah. Um, helicopter. Helicopter. Um, I, I didn't... I'm not good at taking notes during action sequences, so I, I literally okay. just wrote down helicopter, and the okay. next thing I, I had to say is they leave down, the Matrix. I wrote, I wrote helicopter, too. So, yeah, so I, yeah, they, they, they get to the window where uh, Morpheus is in, mm-hmm. in the building, and because they blew up the first floor, um, right. the, the sprinkler system has come on. And the agents who left the room have come back now because they realize, you know, that's where they're going to go. Yeah. And as they open the door, they see Morpheus, like, getting up to run. Yeah. Um, Morpheus, who is able to break the handcuffs, who was probably always able to break the handcuffs. Right. You know, at this moment, he does it. And... He jumps, but he gets shot in the leg, and he's not mm-hmm. going to make it. So Neo jumps out and saves him. Yeah, jumps out, uh, suspended by a rope tied to the helicopter, yeah. and is able to grab Morpheus then. By one hand. They're holding on to yeah, each other by one hand. Yeah, it's just a superhuman feat. Yeah, super intense. You don't know if he's going to drop him or what, what's going to happen. Um, but the agents are able to shoot the helicopter, and so it starts to go down. That goes down. Trinity jumps out of the helicopter. The helicopter yeah. hits a building, mm-hmm. uh, and it, the it, the building like ripples. Yeah, the building ripples. Like that. And it's really cool too because he he after he saves he saves Morpheus first, and then he like he like rats the rope around yeah. his hand. His, I'm thinking like, wait, is he gonna like like hold? The helicopter, like, is yeah, he right. invincible? Is he Superman now? You know what I mean? Well, like, he believes in himself so much. He's just gonna, he's gonna lift, he's gonna save Trinity by mm-hmm. stopping this helicopter from crashing. But no, Trinity uses the rope to escape, and so he's able to pull her up through the rope. Yeah, and uh, Morpheus and Trinity are able to get to a phone and yeah. leave mm-hmm. the Matrix. Yeah. Neo, right before he can do that, is ambushed by Agent Smith. Yeah, they shoot the phone, so he's unable to use yeah, it. Yeah, now, now he can't get out. Now he's got a face. Even though everyone always runs from the agents, Neo, now kind of believing he's the one, Yeah. Uh, decides, okay, this is it, I'll take them on. Mm-hmm. So we get this fight in like a, a subway station. Mm-hmm. And it's a good fight. I don't have notes about the specifics. Yeah, no, it's, really, it's, it's just some nice punches and like a well-timed kick. Some good kicks. And People Neo, get slammed into things. Neo doesn't quit. He gets knocked down, but he gets himself back up again, and he dusts himself off. And yeah, I mean, they're both out of bullets both at the of, same time. Yeah, they're both out. So yeah. they got to do hand to hand. Then the the train's approaching, so yeah. Agent Smith throws. Neo down into mm-hmm. the tracks. He's gonna kill him. He's like mm-hmm. that. The sound of the train is is your death. Uh, but Neo doesn't believe that, and so mm-hmm. he's able to like buck him off. He then he gets Agent train. Smith down there, and then Neo does like a backflip yeah. out of the out of the way of the train. Yeah, the train seems to hit 
Agent Smith. Yeah. But then it stops at the station and Agent Smith just walks out of the train because yeah. he, you know, became another person. Yeah, just became one of the passengers. Person. Yeah. And so, so now the fight continues. <laughs> it's uh uh it's a it's a race, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's a race now. It's not only a race for um for Neo, it's also a race for Trinity and Morpheus and yeah. Tang. Yeah, back on their ship they're being pursued by the, the Sentinels. The, yeah. They have the five six minutes max. Mm-hmm. Before they are uh, breached. Also, Trinity is like feeling Neo's like mouth, like from the ship, like his body, and there's like blood showing up, and then yeah, like oh fuck, he's getting his his ass kicked. He's getting his ass kicked. But, uh, I mean, he he gets his ass kicked. He's he, he's actually killed. Yeah, actually killed. Um, Neo's killed as soon as he he enters the room where the phone is he shot point blank mm-hmm. and then he shot some more and then he shot some more yeah um but um trinity and it's really cool because like it really like points out like they're all their like their faith all the three characters like faith you know mm-hmm. and what they believe in and trinity has this moment where she's talking to his dead body and she's just like you can't be dead because the oracle told me and she finally says it mm-hmm. and she's just like the oracle to- told me that I would fall in love with the one right so you can't be dead because I love you and then she kisses him mm-hmm. and we get the fairy tale uh, yeah. resuscitation yeah by kiss yeah and he, he wakes up he wakes so this up. is this is the thing I don't I don't love just mm-hmm. that her her fate is just you're going to be in love with this dude who's going to save the day yeah I'm I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if Trinity gets a better job in the sequels mm-hmm. and more agency. Like, that her whole thing is you're going to be in love with a man. Yeah, but that's kind of like, that's kind of true to like the biblical story, like of like. Yeah, the, like the Bible's part of the problem. <laughs> the Bible's part of the <laughs> Do the women get to do their own shit in the Bible? Right. I think she has agency though, but I think well, it's. Okay, important. maybe not agency. That her fate is. But it's, a, it's is also her, like, is her role as a love interest. It's also an, an important like f- like uh, factor for uh, not only her but for us that the person she falls in love with is the one, and right. she's kind of been like 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 kind of standoffish to everyone. So when she finally does fall in love, you know, it, mm-hmm. it is it is important. I think. Yeah, they make it important to they the story, important. and that's it, it's the key Trinity's key yeah, moment. Okay. That's her. Yeah. That's the end of her arc. Is yeah. she reveals the Oracle told her that she was going to love some dude. Yeah, the one. The one. She's going to love the one. But still, yeah. like that. That's her moment. Is it's a love? It leaves leaves me wanting more. Yeah, is that it has to do with her her romantic life. Okay. It's it, it's nice that I mean they equate believing in the one with like the Oracle has that speech with Neo that mm-hmm. it's like falling in love. Yeah. you just know you're in. You love. just know it. It's a yeah, it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. You can be guided by love to, to get out of the matrix mm-hmm. of our world. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, that's that's just my my one complaint, my one gripe. Yeah, I understand. I don't think it doesn't make sense. I just think there could have been more there because for, for this really badass female character yeah. that ends up just coming down to her who she loves mm-hmm. when Neo wakes up yes Neo wakes up he's a different person 
Yeah, now he's back. Now he's back. I'm better than ever. Yeah. And he's just like, he wakes up and they go to shoot him again. And he's just like, no. He sees, we see through his eyes that now what he sees isn't like people in a hallway uh, pursuing him. He sees the Matrix code. Yeah, he sees the code now. He can read the code and manipulate it. Yeah. And he's he's not bending backwards to dodge bullets. He's stopping time so that bullets never reach him. Exactly. Just like Morpheus said, you don't have to dodge them. Yeah, when the time comes, time is here. And not only is he able to like stop the bullets, but earlier when he met the potentials, and one of them was bending spoons, mm-hmm. and they told him, you don't really bend the spoon, you just bend yourself, mm-hmm. and then the spoon will bend. Well, he does, like, this this flex move, and then the whole space around him bends. Like, yeah. everything around him everything. bends. Everything. Yeah. yeah. It's just manipulating matter. Yeah. It's just he's able to defeat the agents so effortlessly. Yeah, he, like, jumps into one, and... Smith can't take it and he like bubbles up and explodes. Mm-hmm. And so the other agents are like, they, they like look at each other and they're like, all right, let's get the fuck yeah, out of here. Right. <laughs> and he's able to like get to a phone, like just know where the nearest phone is. Like every other time they had to be like directed to a pay phone or something mm-hmm. to get out of the matrix. He's, he runs, he takes the left. He, he knows exactly where to go, gets on the phone it leaves the Matrix at the exact point that the Sentinels were about to take Ooh, down the it, ship. They were cutting it way too close. And it's taken out of the Matrix and just sends uh, electromagnetic pulse out to de- defeat yeah. the machines. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, then we get the end. Yeah, we get the, the end. The great ending speech. Yeah, where he's sending uh, out a message. By, by Neo, he's sending out the message on the phone mm-hmm. saying... Uh, he's gonna show your, the prisoners that they're in a world where everything's po- anything's possible. Mm-hmm. Gonna open their minds. Yeah. This is just where it begins. Yeah. Uh, and then he flies off. Yeah, he flies off. He's, he's unlocked everything. The, yeah. He's not obeying the rules anymore. Mm-hmm. It's really cool. Yeah. Cool. Really cool. The like perfect, perfect character development from start to finish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's the Matrix. That's the Matrix. Yeah. Have you decided if the Matrix is a movie or a film? It is a movie film. But I'll say film. You know, I it is it is it is a movie film. I'll say film too. Cuz it works on in both those layers. You can watch it as a kid and just like uh, well, not not grab onto any yeah, of the the surface value is great and just be like oh it's a cool action movie look at all this stuff that people are doing or but there's so much death yeah you, you can watch death, it there's and, so much yeah. yeah you can study it as a like a philosophical text mm-hmm. you can apply it to to our world mm-hmm. um this was made before uh Lily and Lana Wachowski came out as uh, trans but mm-hmm. It's after watching it now with the knowledge that it was uh made by two trans women, it's mm-hmm. really hard not to see this as like a, a parable about uh the gender binary and uh mm-hmm. escaping the patriarchy, yeah. Uh, just like just being just growing up in the world, being told you have to do either this or this, you have these choices, you don't. You don't have any of your own free will. Mm-hmm. And 
I mean, what, what's our what's our society? We truly live in a society. We truly live in a society. You know, uh, we we're, we go to school and then college, and then we're put in these boxes, and mm-hmm. we have to just wear batteries essentially for the patriarchy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's oh, it's so revolutionary, mm-hmm. and which which makes it all the more upsetting that the. The language of the movie, the symbols have been completely uh, uh, taken taken away from the, yeah. their intended meanings. Mm-hmm. The meanings they hold in the movie now, like red pillars, are like people on on 4chan and Reddit who yeah. what believe in PizzaGate and Pizza Gate. men's rights. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know nothing about 4chan, and I am blessed not to. It's, yeah, it's real toxic. Yeah. Um, and they all believe that they're the the good guys. Mm. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. It's a film. It's a film. But it could be a movie. You could watch this and be like, that's a great movie. Yeah, and those stakes were high. Those stakes were high. Yeah, that's, that's why we saved this for the our last yeah. of the high stakes yeah. uh, month. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this very high stakes. Yeah. Yeah, we had some good ones this month. We had some yeah. really, really good ones this month. Yeah, next month we'll, we'll have a new theme. I guess we can announce the theme. Yeah. And we don't have any uh, movies to tease yeah. hints, but we can say we're, we're doing summer. Summer yeah. cinema. Yeah, summer is the theme. Yeah. What does that mean? Well, I don't know. You'll see. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we're on social at Movie Film Pod. Yes, we are. If you want to find us on the Matrix, on the grid. Mm-hmm, on the screen. <laughs> Uh, or email us, moviefilmpod at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And tune in next week to movie. Movie. Film. Film. Yeah. I wanted to say film like Mr. Anderson. Mr. Anderson. <laughs> like, that's the other thing. Like, I don't. <laughs> <laughs>